I'm also speaking about what's to come. Because we're all talking about a new thing. What is it? What's the new thing? What does it look like? My boy God has showed me just in part what that is. I'm not saying I have the whole picture. I don't have the whole picture. But I've seen something. I've seen something. And I've mentioned that a few times about the three feasts in Israel, the main feasts were the men were told to go to Jerusalem and encounter God. And you know, we've encountered, we've, there's been two feasts that have been literally fulfilled. There's the Passover, which obviously was symbolic of Jesus coming, the lamb slain. And there was Pentecost. Pentecost was the first fruits. Well, that was literally fulfilled in the day of Pentecost when the Holy Spirit was poured out. But there was one other, one other feast that's never been fulfilled. And it's tabernacles. We think everything happened in Pentecost and that was the fullness, but it wasn't. Uh, Pentecost was just the first fruits. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I'll prove it to you. 2 Corinthians 1.22 it says, God also sealed us and gave the Spirit as a down payment in our hearts. A down payment. A down payment. When you give a down payment, it means you've only given a small amount. You've not given the full amount yet. The Holy Spirit in Pentecost was just a down payment. What we've all received in Pentecost, we've all been brought up in different Pentecostal churches or places where there's been Pentecostal gifts and the movements of the Holy Spirit, and they've been faithful. But I tell you, and I'm speaking to the nation as well, there's someone else coming that's beyond Pentecost. That's right. That's right, Stephen. Pentecost was the first fruits. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Yes, come on. Listen to the Amplified version. It says, He has also appropriated and acknowledged us as His by putting His seal upon us and giving us His Holy Spirit in our hearts yeah. as a security deposit and guarantee of the fulfillment yeah, yeah. of the promise. Yeah, right. yeah. Pentecost, there's a feast was called the First Fruits. Feast. Yeah. No. Yes. It was the first fruits. The first fruits was like a tenth. Yeah. We've only seen the beginning of the moving of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. No. What's to come is way beyond that. Yeah. It's way beyond gifts. Yeah, yeah. We've just seen the beginning. Can you imagine three thousand people saved in a day? And that's only the beginning. That's the first fruits. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Romans 8.23 says, Not only so, but we ourselves who have the first fruits of the Spirit, growing inwardly as we wait eagerly for our adoption to sonship, yeah, yeah. the redemption of our bodies. <clears throat> We're groaning. All creation is groaning for the manifestation of the sons. Yeah. All creation is groaning for something more. Everyone in the church knows there's something more, but what is it? It's tabernacles. We've never seen the fulfillment of tabernacles. Tabernacles is like the fullness. It's like not just the down payment, but it's the whole shebang. Yeah. 
The first two were fulfilled on the earth. Jesus was the lamb slain. Holy Spirit was poured out on the day of Pentecost. Then as Zeus Street in various times through the generations. But we've never seen tabernacles fulfilled. People putting it off to the millennium. But the first two were fulfilled in the earth. This will be fulfilled in our time. And we are going to see this. No. Yeah. Tabernacles means the feast of ingathering. Yeah. Jesus says the harvest is at the end of the age. Yeah. Tabernacles means to tabernacle amongst his people. Habitation, glory. Yeah. It means people who host God, not just people filled with a gift. It's like we've been operating gifts and there's been a season for that. Yeah. But we're moving beyond that now to it's more than just gifts, it's more than just a little bit of knowledge, it's the fullness of knowledge. Yes. Yeah. It's interesting that in Solomon's temple when it was dedicated and filled with the glory, that happened during tabernacles. The glory is coming back again. Jesus said, he who is thus come unto me and drink and out of your innermost being will four rivers of living water. Yeah. He said that during the Feast of Tabernacles. There's something beyond Pentecost. It's about a company of people who will be fully hosting God. Yeah. 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 Fully hosting God. It says the Spirit came upon Jesus. And rested upon him. So how do we get this fullness? We have to have what Jesus had. We have to start talking about what Jesus had. And Jesus had the fullness. He had the seven spirits. The seven spirits of God. We may not hear much about this, but we're going to hear about this. The seven spirits of God are mentioned four times in the book of Revelation. It's completely scriptural. Anybody who thinks it's just a weird thing, well, Jesus must be weird. (laughs) John to the seven churches in the province of Asia, grace and peace to you from him who is and who was and who is to come and from the seven spirits before his throne John gives greetings from the seven spirits he must have been speaking to them if you tell me to give greetings to someone I can't do it unless you tell me so the seven spirits were speaking to John and saying give greetings to the church (laughs) Revelations 3.1 this is what you must write to the angel of the church in Sardis. This is Jesus speaking. I have the seven spirits and the seven stars. Look to what I say. Listen to what I say. Revelation 4 5. And out of the throne proceeds lightnings and thunderings and voices. And there were seven lamps of fire burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. Yes, 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 Revelation 5 6. 
And I saw in the midst of the throne and of the four living creatures, and in the midst of the elders, a lamb standing as though he had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God, sent forth unto all the earth. The earth, the seven spirits are sent to the earth, are standing before the throne like flames of fire, but they're also sent to the earth. So what are the seven spirits? Isaiah 11, 2. This is Isaiah prophesying about Jesus. It says the spirit of the Lord will rest on him. The spirit of wisdom and of understanding. The spirit of the counsel and might. The spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. Seven, Spirit of the Lord, wisdom, understanding, counsel, might, knowledge, and the fear of the Lord. And it says the Spirit of the Lord will rest on him, rest his habitation, Pentecost was visitation. We had visitation in Pentecost, we had visitation in various revivals, but what is coming is habitation, a company of people on earth. Who will host the presence of God and he will rest upon them like Jesus. John says that he knew that the one who was the Messiah was the one who the Holy Spirit came upon and rested. Yeah. Did not leave. We've had visitations, but what's coming is the glory, is the seven spirits of God burning upon a generation. Yeah, Lord. And the seven spirits of God train us to be mature sons on earth. And this will result in the fullness of the Spirit of the Lord resting upon us as he did with Jesus. We say that was for Jesus, not for us. Well, we are the body of Christ. How can we not have the seven spirits of God if we are the body of Christ? Jesus says, as I am, so are you in the world. As I am now, not as he was in the earth, as he is now. He says in heaven, I have the seven spirits. As he is in heaven, so are we in the earth. The spirit of the Lord is the first of the seven spirits. It's the spirit of the Lord. That's where the government comes in. We must come under the government of the Spirit of the Lord. Lordship, the cross. Reuben had an incredible dream. And it was all about us all dying to self. Dying to our own way and our own will. We had to die. And as each one of us here died, our presence came on us. Our presence came on us. It was unbelievable. But it came as we come under the Lordship, as we gave in to Jesus, we gave in to him. He is Lord. It's like there's a grace message just now that's went to the extreme. And it's like we don't need to do anything, we don't need to pray, we don't need to do anything. That's nonsense. Grace fuels you to pray. Grace fuels you to worship. Grace gives you the fuel to walk in this. It's the spirit of the Lord. We come under his lordship. But it's also the spirit. The ruach. 
It's the manifest presence. When we come under the government of the Spirit of the Lord, we will walk in the manifest presence. Like Peter, he walked under the government of the Spirit of the Lord. And as he walked under the government of the Spirit of the Lord, he shadow healed. Hey, Paul. People would just wait people in beds next to him just so that he might walk past because the manifest presence was upon him. It was under the government. He did not just do what he wanted. We cannot just do what we want anymore. We must come under the government of heaven. Wisdom and understanding. You know, there is darkness coming to the earth. There's great darkness upon the people. But there will be a generation like Daniel. That's right. Daniel is a fulfillment. He's a prototype of what it looks like to come under the spirit of wisdom. Someone who could interpret dreams and new mysteries. He could, like Joseph, he saved his whole nation from famine. Like those whole nations could be famine and war. Can you imagine that the spirit of wisdom comes upon us? And I don't mean just a wee bit of wisdom, like a wee word where we just get a wee idea and it's just like a, a pebble from the mountain, but it's a full mountain. It's a full mountain of wisdom. Yeah. We become wisdom. Wisdom flows through us and you can save a whole nation in a day. The economy can be utterly turned around as we understand and come under the wisdom of heaven. Like Daniel. The spirit of counsel and might. The spirit of counsel and might is coming under the government of the counsel of the Lord. It's coming under the counsel. And we listen to what he says and do that, do that, and only that. And as we do that, it releases the mighty power of God. Like Moses. The Lord said to Moses, Why are you crying out to me? Tell the Israelites to move on. Raise your staff and stretch out your hand over the sea to divide the water so that the Israelites can go through the sea on dry ground. That's counsel. He stood on the mountain before God face to face and God says, Stand there and raise up your rod. If he didn't obey that, it would not have released the power to divide the seas. So then in verse 21 it says, Then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea. And all that night the Lord drove the sea back with a strong east wind and turned it into dry land. The waters were divided and the Israelites went through the sea on dry ground. And a wall of water on their right and on their left. Yeah. As Moses listened to the council and obeyed it, it released the might. Yeah. We need to come under the government of council and might. William Branham came under this. He was used mightily in miracles in the 1940s and 50s in America. And he would see vivid, vivid visions of people in the hospital and the hospital beds who were 
in an accident, totally dying, and he saw himself in this visionary realm, walking into the hospital. He saw a doctor coming in and telling the man that the man's going to die. Then the doctor would walk out. Then he saw himself walking up and saying, "You shall live and not die." Hey, and the man would get up. Oh, in real life, the next day, in real life, he would just copy exactly what he saw the day before. Yeah. He would walk into the hospital. He knew where the world was because he saw it in the vision. Yeah. He couldn't pray yet because the doctor hadn't come in. The doctor came in and said, this man will die. He waits till he gets out. As soon as he gets out, he says, you shall live and not die. The man who's dying, bones all crushed, oh, jumps out of the bed and walks out completely well. These guys were prototypes of what's coming. There's a generation who's coming who will walk under this. Elisha counselling my Elisha sent a messenger to say to him go wash yourself seven times in the Jordan and your flesh will be restored to you and be cleansed seven times he had to wash if he had washed six times he would not have been healed eight times he would not have been healed seven times they listened to the counsel of the Lord, and as they listened to the counsel of the Lord, they released the power. And the spirit of knowledge. Jesus with the woman at the well is an example of the spirit of knowledge. What I'm talking about is fullness, tabernacles, not just a word of knowledge where we think there's someone here that's so leg or so me. But the fullness where you can tell, like the women in the well, you can tell them everything they ever did. <laughs> everything they ever did. Yeah. And it actually resulted in most of the city becoming Christians because she went back and told the city, I met a man who told me everything I ever did. <laughs> can you imagine being in Salcoats or Irvine or Troon or Glasgow? And this fullness of the spirit of counsel and might, the fullness of knowledge comes upon us. That's just what's coming. Yeah, yeah. And the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord's coming. Acts 5, 13 to 15, it says no one else dared join them. <laughs> Even though they were highly regarded by the people, nevertheless, more and more men and women believed in the Lord and were added to the number. As a result, people brought the sick into the streets and laid them on beds and mats so that at least Peter's shadow might fall on some of them as he passed by. The fear of the Lord will produce harvest and release the miraculous. As we walk under the fear of the Lord, the miraculous will come. I just want to read this story about the fear of the Lord from Maria Woodworth-Eta. She was a prototype of someone who walked in this. I need to get some light. No. It says... The church was called. Maria Wimbafeta was someone who walked in such glory, honestly, such glory. 
for sometimes 20 miles away, as she was speaking, 20 miles away, the glory would just come and whole towns, whole towns would come under this. Whole towns would come under this. It says the church, she went to speak at this church, was called and formal. And many of the best citizens had drifted into scepticism. She said, I knew that it would take a wonderful display of God's power to convince the people. So I prayed for God to display his power, that the sinner might know that God still lives. And that there is a reality in religion and might convict him of a terrible judgment. <laughs> no! Five of the leading members of the church said that they would unite with me in prayer to the Lord to pour out the power from on high. Till this city would be shaken and the country for miles around. We prayed that Christians and sinners might fall as dead men. That the slain of the Lord might be many. The Lord answered our prayers in a remarkable manner. The class leader's little boy fell under the power of God first. He rose up, stepped on the pulpit and began to talk with the wisdom and power of God. His father began to shout and praise the Lord. As the little fellow exhorted and asked the people to come to Christ, they began to weep all over the church house. Some shouted, others fell prostrated. Diverse operation of the spirit was seen. The displays of the power of God continued to increase till we closed the meetings, which lasted about five weeks. It wasn't to this. It says the power of the Lord, like the wind, swept all over the city, up one street and down another, sweeping through the places of business, the workshops, saloons, and dives. Arresting sinners of all classes. The scriptures were fulfilled. The wicked flee where no man pursueth. Men, women and children were struck down in their homes. In their places of business. On the highways. And lay as dead. They had wonderful visions. And rose up converted. Giving glory to God. When they told what they had seen. Their faces shone like angels. It says the fear of God fell upon the whole city. Mm. The police said that they never saw such a change, that they had nothing to do. Mm. They said they made no arrest and that the power of God seemed to persevere the city. So they preserved the city. I held the people still. A spirit of love rested all over the city. There was no fighting, no swearing on the streets. <coughs> that the people moved softly. And there seemed to be a spirit of love and kindness amongst all the classes, as if they felt they were in the presence of God. Listen to this one. One night there was a party 17 miles from the city. Some of the young ladies thought they would have some fun. They began to money and act out the trance. The Lord struck some of them down. They lay there as if they had been shot. Their fun making was soon turned to a prayer meeting and cries of mercy were heard. The people came to the meetings in sleigh loads many miles. One night while a sleigh load of men and women was going to the meeting, they were jesting about the trances. They made a remark to each other that they were going into a trance that night. Before the meeting closed, all who had been making fun were struck down by the power of God. 
and lay like dead people and had to be taken home in the sled in that condition. Those who came with them were very much frightened. When they saw them lying there, and they told how they had been making fun of the power of God in the way to the meeting, scoffers and mockers were stricken down in all parts of the house. <laughs> Can you imagine this coming to a whole city? Yeah. One man was smoking, sorry, was he smoking? One man was mocking. <laughs> <laughs> One man was mocking a woman that got to taking control of her body. She was preaching with gestures. When in that mocking attitude, God struck him dumb. He became rigid and remained with his hands up and his mouth drawn in that mocking way for five hours. A gazing stop for all the house to see. The fear of God fell in all. They saw it was a wonderful thing. To, they saw that it was not a wonderful thing. It was a fearful thing to mock God yes. or make fun of his works. Yes. The fear of God is simply God consciousness. The fear of God brings awareness of the awesomeness and majesty of God. So if Jesus walked in the fullness of the seven spirits of God, then we need nothing less than what he walked in. And the Bible says that we can be like him. Yeah. <laughs> 1 John 4.17 says, In this union and communion with him, love is brought to completion and attains perfection with us that we may have confidence for the day of judgment with assurance and boldness to face him, because as he is, so are we in the world. Yes. So we are going somewhere. We have seen the literal fulfillment of Passover. We've seen the literal fulfillment of Pentecost. What's coming next? The thing we're all looking for is the literal fulfillment of Tabernacles with a company of people will walk in the fullness and stature of Christ. For we will walk in the fullness of Christ. We will be like Christ in the earth. As he is in heaven, so will we be in the earth. Jesus in heaven says, I have the seven spirits. We in earth will say, I have the seven spirits. We will walk in the fullness of the spirit of the Lord. We'll command his government. We will walk in the fullness of wisdom and understanding. We will walk in the fullness of counsel and might yeah. and will command of the fullness of knowledge yeah. and the fear of the Lord. Yeah. It will be a company of people who command of the government of heaven, who know how to access heaven. Yeah. Hey. The seven spirits are visiting people all the time. Whether we like it or not, it's happening. <laughs> because in the book of Revelation it says hey. the seven spirits are on the earth. They are in heaven before the throne, but also on the earth. They are sent to bring up and to raise up a mature bride. A mature bride is what's coming. We're going to walk in the fullness, way beyond gifts, way beyond Pentecost, 
We are on a Pentecost completely. But what is coming is way beyond that. It's the fullness. It's the seven spirits that are coming. Seven spirits burning before the throne. And we will have the seven characteristics fully manifested in us. The characteristics of Christ. Walking in love. Walking in brokenness. Walking in fullness. Walking, living, breathing habitations of God. Tabernacles. God tabernacled amongst his people. Tabernacle amongst us. No more just meetings, just church meetings. No more just programs. We need to come under the government of heaven. In Scotland and the nations and the churches, we need to come under the government of heaven. We cannot decide what we're going to do anymore. We cannot decide we're going to have a program, just some evangelistic program, and let's do this and let's do that. It's time to come under the government of heaven. We sometimes say that, oh yeah, but when you grow up, you can learn to do what you want. That's what it's like in a normal family. Okay, Jesus grew up. Did he do what he wanted? Jesus didn't do what he wanted. He only did what the Father wanted. When we get saved, we are free. We are free. And I believe in that state, you can go to heaven completely free. But there's another level. There's another level. Heidi Baker talks about laid down lovers. In Reese Howells, we talk about the Holy Spirit taking possession. Andrew Murray, we talk about absolute surrender. There's another level for those who want this. For those who want this. We can decide to yield everything. We can decide to yield everything. For those who want this. There is foolish virgins and there is wise virgins. It's up to us what we want to be. It's our choice. We can decide to live in the freedom that Christ has brought, and that's good. Or we can decide to give up our freedom and become a love slave again. Set free from being a slave to freedom. But for those who want it, we can go from freedom to being a love slave again. Coming under the government of heaven and the seven spirits. And as we come under this, can you imagine the first fruits of this the former reign was Pentecost 3,000 people saved in a day cities saved the whole of Europe the whole earth they said who are these that turned the whole world upside down that was the first fruits that was the beginning that was not the fulfilment the spirit has been given as a deposit as we get the fullness can you imagine whole nations coming under this It's already happened. People have been prototypes like Columba, St. Columba and Iona from a small island. They changed the whole of Western Europe and beyond. They're still changing the earth just by what they wrote, what happened. They changed culture. Kings would go to them. We went with Abbey to where the kings would come and put their feet in the ground to be anointed and prayed for and appointed by St. Columba because he was the real government. Thank you.
something about the number three. The three face. Last week there were three power cuts and salt cuts and alarm bells went off all over the town. I don't think that was a coincidence. I think we're getting ready for at least the beginning of a company of people who are walking this. It may not be large groups to begin with. Paul Keith Davis says that to begin with it won't be. But I say I'm in. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yes, me too. <laughs> me too. Come on. Oh. Lord, we thank you for your presence. We thank you for your work. We thank you for heaven. We thank you for the seven spirits of God. We thank you for tabernacles. We thank you for the fullness that's still to come. We thank you for the down pot, the deposit. We thank you. It's a guarantee that the fullness will come. Yes. That the fullness will come. Yes. Because you have paid that guarantee, that deposit with your blood. Yes. And your blood speaks in the courtroom of heaven on our behalf. Your blood speaks better things than that of Abel. Your blood cries mercy and grace. For a company of people, so that we can walk in fullness of the Holy Spirit, fullness of the seven spirits, walk in living tabernacles. It's time. The alarm bells are ringing. It's time. It's time for Scotland. It's time for Europe. It's time for the church to make its choice. It's time for the body of Christ. It's time for leaders to make their choice. Are they going to stay in control? Or are they going to allow the government of heaven to take control? Heidi Baker a few years ago had a vision. And it said to tell the church to let go of control. Let go of the reins. Yeah, yeah. Leaders in Scotland, are you willing to let go? Are you willing to let the government come? Are you willing to let the government of heaven come? The seven spirits and the three, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the ten. We willing to let the Holy Spirit come and move as He likes, as He wants to move. We can't let Him come and say you must behave yourself. We can't let Him come and say sit at the back. We can't say you're not allowed to do what you want, Holy Spirit. That's not very wise doing that. You're interrupting the meeting. We must let the Holy Spirit come and do as He wishes, yeah, because He's God. We must cooperate with heaven now. We must allow heaven to come. Or God will raise up another people. God will raise up anyone he wants to. Even people we think are crazy. Even people with false doctrines. He will raise them up because their hearts are hungry. It's time for the tree of good and evil, the tree of knowledge to be put aside. 
that we may partake of the tree of intimacy and command of the government of heaven. The great mindset must be put aside in Scotland and in England and Ireland and Wales and Europe. The great mindset must be put aside. We cannot understand all of God before it will let him move. It says he gives us peace beyond understanding. Bill Johnson says we must let go of the understanding. If we want peace, it goes beyond understanding. God is intimate. He's infinite. We're finite. How in the world do we think we understand the fullness of God and his ways and how he works? He wants to release it to a generation that we may understand, but we must put aside what we think God is like. It's time for Scotland to put aside their ways, the ways of man, the ways of man, the structures of men. We must allow God to come and train us and teach us. And it all begins by us just humbly saying, God, we don't know, do not know how to do it. Teach us your ways. Moses wanted to know the ways of God. We just simply say, I want to know your ways. Thank you, the government lives on Iona. The government of heaven is coming again to us. We thank you for the angels you've sent to us. The ten angels that have been Solomon, Norma, John, Caroline. We welcome you. We welcome the angels that have been sent before. Your throne to us. Yes. Lord, we thank you that in Mount Zion we're surrounded by an innumerable company of angels. We're surrounded by the church of the firstborn, by those who are registered in heaven, the ecclesia, and the cloud of witnesses. And that heaven is as close as the air we breathe. We thank you that we can step into this arena. Let us all just stand up now. Let's just step in. Let's be active. We're going to step into this realm. We're going to step into Mount Zion. So just... Just now, just take a step forward as we take a step forward for stepping into the head of the realm. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. And in this realm, just, just tell him you want this. Yes, Lord. We want the 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 Lord.
you, Lord, we ask before your court, before the judge of all, that you will release us to the company of people here and those who are listening, those who want it, those who hear it in spirit. Will you release this? Will you release the fullness of this? We ask in your court that you'll send out the seven spirits to us, the angels to us to help us, send us help. We ask in the court that you release the fullness that it's time for tabernacles. as the priests of the Lord come before you and ask that you release this. We ask for signs in the heavens and signs in the earth. That is a new day. We ask for the signs. Signs of your glory. Signs. Let the lightnings come. Let the winds come. Let the glory cloud come. Signs in the heavens. 